Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to hear this message that we have for you. And we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. Amen. All right, so um, what I am going to do today is uh, I'm going to start a uh, two-part series at least a two-part series, uh, on uh, circumcision versus the cross. Circumcision versus the cross. And uh, that circumcision there is a physical circumcision that uh, in the Old Testament, uh, the Jews had to uh, keep the law. And uh, one thing that they had to do was uh, be circumcised. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go to uh, Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6, and we'll read verses 11 to 18. Galatians chapter 6, verses 11 to 18. All right. Starting in verse 11, the King James Bible says this, Ye see how large a letter I have written unto you with mine own hand. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the, for the cross of Christ. For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh. Verse 14, But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel, of God. From henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. And then verse 18, Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Alright, so in closing, in closing this uh, letter of Paul, uh, Paul summed up his arguments against circumcision and adherence to the law after a person trusts Christ okay this is um, his summing this up number one the teachers that were trying to get the Galatians to follow the law after their salvation were men who could not bear the reproach of simple faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ on Calvary. Number two, when they were able to convince Christians to abide by the law, they considered themselves to be successful in their advancement of what they professed was the true gospel. Now, uh, I have uh, I've seen uh, in, uh, in in videos. Uh, that you know, some some say that there are 
uh, eight different Gospels in the Bible. Uh, I have seen uh, someone say that there's five Gospels uh, in the Bible, but but look at Galatians 1. Galatians chapter 1. And uh, let's read verses 6 to 9. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which it, that we, we preached unto you, let him be accursed. And then verse 9, As we said before, so say I now again, If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Alright, so, you know, you have... Uh, some of them, you, you have uh, the kingdom gospel, you have the gospel of the grace of God, uh, you have the everlasting gospel, um, you have another gospel, and so there are different gospels. Okay, uh, then uh, number three, they had something about which they could boast, and of which they could be proud. But remember, that God hates pride. You know, but but yet, you know, in Ephesians chapter 6, one of the very first things, or it is the very first thing that is listed in those seven things that God hates is a proud look. And there is uh, no mistake as to why that is first. A proud look is first because God hates pride the most. Because it robs him of his glory. When you become prideful, God's glory goes on you. God is not glorified. It's you being glorified. Now, look at Ephesians chapter 2. Verses 8 to 10. This is how a person is saved today in this church age. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You see that there? Not of works. Salvation is not of works in this church age, lest any man should boast. If we could save ourselves by the things that we do, we would have an occasion to boast. Boasting is prideful. And God would not get the glory for that. Alright, so then number four, Paul was 
totally against their teaching because it minimized the true saving work of Calvary and would only lead to religious self-righteousness in the end. Amen? It would bring about self-righteousness. Self. Me, 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 I, I, I. So when comparing circumcision to the true saving work of the cross, Paul concluded the following. And forgive me, I, I left out verse 10 uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, but uh, verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So good works come after salvation, not before. And notice, should walk in them. So let's not say that, you know, if, if, a, if a person professes, you know, to be saved, they say they put their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, but yet are not doing anything for Christ. They're not doing any good works for Christ. Let's not say that they are not saved. Only God knows that, and they know that. But we don't. A person that's saved by grace through faith, not by the things that they do. Things that they do is not always an indication that they're saved or not saved. So, you know, let's just leave it up to, to God. Amen. So, um, this is what uh, Paul concluded. Okay. Number one, reasons why those teachers taught salvation by circumcision. Okay? Number one, to show off the flesh. To show off the flesh. Look at Galatians 6, verse 12. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh... They constrain you to be circumcised only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. So, it doesn't make any difference at all what you do in the flesh. If you have not put your faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, you are not going to heaven. And if you have trusted Christ, circumcision isn't going to get you to heaven any faster or more assuredly. This is why Paul would not circumcise Titus just to, to please people. To satisfy the Jew. Right? Look at Galatians 2 verse 3. But neither Titus who was with me being a Greek. Was compelled to be circumcised. 
so the the outward the outward change the the physical circumcision it can cause people to glory in the flesh but the inward change can only cause glory in the spirit all right look at 1 Corinthians 131 1 Corinthians 131 Uh, let's let's start in 26 and we'll go to 31 so that you see the whole context here. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh. See that? Not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world, and things which are despised, that God chosen. Yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. In verse 31, that according as it is written... He that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Let me read verse 31 again. That according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. You know, salvation is not about us. It's not about the things that we do. You know, the physical circumcision, the, the water baptism, the repeating a sinner's prayer. It's not about that. You know, being a local church member, being a good person, it's not about those things. It's about what Christ did, his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen? If we could save ourselves, then Christ's death, burial, burial and resurrection are all in vain. It's emptiness. means nothing. Galatians 6.14 Galatians 6.14 But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. Now, later on, not, not, uh, not today, but in the next podcast, next week, I will get into that. Uh... The world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. Okay, so I will, I, will, I will get into that on the next podcast. So please pray about that for the next podcast. Amen. 
Okay, and then uh, these teachers were uh, teaching that a person had to be circumcised for salvation to shield themselves from persecution. Galatians 6 verse 12. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. So, the Jews wouldn't tolerate the preaching of the cross to other Jews, or even to the Gentiles. Thus they persecuted those who preached the simplicity of salvation in Christ Jesus. Okay, look at uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 14 to 16. For ye, brethren, became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews, who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and have persecuted us, and they please not God, and are contrary to all men. Verse 16, Forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved, to fill up their sins always, for the wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. So the Jews wouldn't tolerate the preaching of the cross to other Jews or Gentiles. They persecuted those who, who preached Christ and Him crucified. And the simplicity of salvation in Christ Jesus. Even the Apostle Paul did that before he was saved on the road to Damascus. Alright, look at, first of all, let's look at Acts 13.50. Acts 13, verse 50. But the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coasts. Now go to Acts 8. Acts 8. Verses 1 to 4. And Saul was consented unto his death. Was consenting unto his death. And at, the, at that time there was a great persecution against the church. Which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial. And made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, excuse me, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committing them to prison. Verse 4, Therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Now go to Acts 22, verse 4. Acts 22, verse 4. 
And this is Paul speaking, and he says, And I persecuted this way unto the death, binding and delivering into the prisons both men and women. You see that? So these teachers here in Galatians uh, 6, they knew that if they circumcised their converts, the Jews would leave them alone. Go to Acts 15. Acts 15 verses 1 to 6. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenice and Samaria, declaring the converse, uh, conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and, and of the apostles and, and elders, and they declared all things that God had done with them. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees which believed, saying that it was needful to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. In verse 6, And the apostles and elders came together for to consider of this matter. And they determined in Acts 15 that salvation was by grace through faith. Amen? Not by anything that we do. Also, these teachers were teaching circumcision to the saved to appear as law-abiding to others. Galatians 6, 13. Galatians 6, 13. For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh. So, circumcision is an outward adherence to the law. However, there's a lot more to the law than just the act of circumcision. And those who were requiring circumcision as part of salvation, they were not keeping the whole law. Look at Galatians 3, verse 10. For as many as are of the works, for, excuse me, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Now go to James 2 verse 10. 
James 2, verse 10. For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So, in keeping the law, if, if they kept every one of the laws except for one, then they do none of them. They, they keep none of them. Amen. So like the Pharisees, they could not keep the very laws that they were attempting to get their followers to keep. Look at Matthew 23, verse 3. Matthew 23, verse 3. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do, but do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. Now let's keep going, verse 4, for they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be born, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Verse 5, but all their works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. Phylacteries, I should say. So, Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2. Verses 21 to 25. Thou therefore which teachest another, teachest thou not thyself? Thou that preachest a man should not steal, does thou steal? Thou that sayest a man should not commit adultery, dost thou commit adultery? Thou that abhorrest idols, dost thou commit sacrilege? Thou that makest thy boast of the law, through breaking the law, dishonorest thou God. For the name of God is blasphemy among the Gentiles, through you as it is written, in verse 25, For circumcision verily profiteth, if thou keep the law, but if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. And these teachers taught circumcision to the saved to glory in their following. Galatians 6.13 
For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised that they may glory in your flesh. The fact that a teacher or preacher was able to convince the true believers to go back under the law was an accomplishment. And that boosted the reputation of the preacher. But remember this. Again, it is not about me, 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 I, I, I. Reputation is what others think of you. But it doesn't matter what others think of you. What matters is what God thinks. Not what anybody else thinks. Amen? So the new creature in Christ is a spiritual creation. And has nothing to do with the physical. So these men preach circumcision to no avail. Alright, look at Colossians 2. Colossians chapter 2, verses 8 to 11. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. A lot of traditions of men in the church today. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power, in verse 11, in whom also ye are circumcised with that circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. So that's a spiritual circumcision. That is not a physical circumcision. That's where uh, the Holy Spirit comes inside of that saved person and uh, cuts away the soul from the flesh. So the soul doesn't suffer the same consequences as the flesh. And that person is made free from sin. Amen? So, considering salvation through Jesus Christ, circumcision accomplishes absolutely nothing. Galatians 5, verse 6. Galatians 5, verse 6. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but, but faith which worketh by love. Amen? So, Physical circumcision was 
the token of a covenant God made with Abraham. And we get in on the promise of that covenant when we trust Christ for our salvation. Alright, look at Genesis 17. Genesis 17. And uh, let's read verses 9 to 14. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and the seed after thee, and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant now pay attention to verse 14 and the uncircumcised man child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised that soul shall be cut off from his people he hath broken my covenant so in the Old Testament, under the law, they had to be circumcised physically. And according to verse 14, if they were not circumcised, they were cut off. That doesn't mean, cut off doesn't mean that they were uh, put into exile somewhere away from from their people cut off means that they were killed so let's go let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And let's read verse 31. That according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory. In the Lord. Amen. So. That is. The first part. Of this series. On circumcision. Versus the cross. Next week. Lord willing. On the next podcast. Uh, I will. Uh, preach about. The cross of Christ. 
okay, and uh, what it does, you know, what salvation does. Amen. So, thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for, for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Amen. All right, once again, thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.